0: It did slightly come as a surprise because as indeed you said it is the truth, but how uh, the Senegalese uh, Professor Bartoli was uh, perhaps eclipsed by, by, by Moussa Faki Mohamed of Chad uh, might have to do with the perceptions of Senegal as being too linked to France that uh, giving uh, the Senegalese an opportunity would be to give France um, the France's franc afric policy a greater say on the African continent and therefore it looks like the Francophone then switched their support uh, towards uh, Moussa uh, Mohammed who is known and of course his country is also known so we are a lot more uh, Pan-Africanist a lot more uh, committed to the African agenda uh, than, uh, than, than the other candidates would have been but for him to to beat Amina Mohammed uh, who would have commanded quite a bit of support from from East Africa and Southern Africa principally and she had driven a in West Africa uh, between, between a, variety, a variety of blocks there was a huge surprise for me.
1: And what would be the first order of business would you think uh, for the new uh, arrival?
0: I think it's a, it's a number of things. Uh, one very typical one uh, is to firm up the foundations for the implementation uh, of the uh, of, 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 of the of the Agenda 2063, which is the current development vision uh, for the for the continent. Uh, the second one is to implement the recommendations of the Kagame uh, Committee, which uh, investigated ways in which Africa could depend on itself uh, financially. Uh, raise its own resources domestically and all that. Very innovative idea. It seems to me the third one is to guide the process of thinking through how the continent responds to dramatically changing geopolitics in the world with the rise of uh, of the right wing in, in, in the global north, and the global north that is dividing uh, quite significantly with Trump on one side and Prime Minister May and others who are continuing... Uh, with, the, with, the, with the old idea of a liberal, uh, liberal uh, global order. Uh, so it has to t- with how Africa takes advantage of this, uh, this shift uh, because there are threats in them, but there are also opportunities.
1: So speaking of those geopolitical shifts, uh, also noteworthy is the readmission of Morocco, who found themselves for decades on the African periphery. But then we saw, uh, you know, in the last couple of years, uh, Morocco's relations with the EU becoming more strained and uh, them making overtures to be accepted back into the AU fold. And now they've been readmitted. What do you make of that?
0: Not much. We have known that uh, now for about two years that Morocco has been working to return itself in, into the African world. Remember, it was never expelled, but it had withdrawn itself out of its own, its own volition over the difficult matter of the Sahara Republic, the status of the Sahrawi Republic. Now that they decided they want to go back, I think they realized that it is difficult for any country to survive in the current geopolitical environment. Uh, without belonging to some bloc. Uh, no individual country, even the biggest country, uh, Trump will realize, can really get its way, advance its interests, advance its values and principles, uh, without working with others. It's just the nature of the world as it is today. And I, and I hope that as a teacher, uh, I think nation is one thing, but being seen uh, to act in the collective is what is going to be the biggest test for Morocco. What used to work in tandem with others. Now it's going to be held down by the continental uh, consensus. It may not be able to do what it wishes to do, but it may have to do what the continent do. And that's where the key is going, in my view.
1: So, what does this mean for the Sahrawi people?
0: Uh, The uh, the continental organization has already taken the position uh, that its sovereign rights are important, that the um, it, uh, it, its interests must be advanced and all that. Uh, obviously, signing up to the competitive act of the African Union, uh, Morocco, binds itself to the principles that drive the African Union, which is sovereign equality of all states. And then that means it's going to be put under pressure uh, to make sure that it doesn't undermine further the interest of the Sahara Republic. They might find themselves in a very awkward position. Uh, because the AU takes positions by context, and the great majority of those countries of the EU are, are, are very interested in decolonizing the, the entire system, the Republic the Party system. And, and um, uh, Morocco's position in the Sahara Republic is, is, is a form of occupation, It's a perpetuation of the old colonial order.
1: Well, uh, Dr. Zondi, thank you so much for speaking to us about that. Uh, that was uh, Dr. Spamandla Zondi.